Hello, this is Augustus and Tony Corbett, and you're listening to the Marriage Minutes Podcast. Where we use biblical principles to enhance marriages and eliminate divorces. For the next 30 minutes, get ready for lots of laughing, learning, and loving. Hello, and welcome to the Marriage Minutes Podcast with your host, Pastors Augustus and Tony Corbett. How are you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am doing well also, despite all that's going on. You know, the last time that we did the podcast, we were talking about how to find a mate, how to find a spouse. Yes, fishing for a spouse. Fishing for a spouse, exactly. But things have so changed in that shorter period of time. I mean, it is completely, totally different. Our normal has changed. It is now a new normal in America and pretty much the world. You are so right. I mean, it's a whole new country. All because of a virus that's called COVID-19, the coronavirus. Yes. Uh, the last time we did our podcast, there was no such thing. I mean, there was there was probably something like that, but we didn't know anything about it. Right. Um, I think it might have been at that point in China primarily, but we were not um, really aware or concerned about it. Um, uh, our government was sort of dismissing it and kind of playing it down, right? Exactly, yes. We were going about life as normal. And then all of a sudden, bam, we are in a mess. And so since then, the country is reeling with this thing. The economy is reeling. Um, most of the country is on lockdown. Um, here in our state, in our particular county, we can't leave the house unless it's for essential purposes. We yes. haven't been to church in two weeks. Um, it's, you know, we've had church. Most churches are having church now virtually, streaming and what have you. But it is really, this is this is serious. This is, this is mind-blowing. It is very, very serious. Um, like you said, in our lifetime, to have the American economy shut down by order of the government that is so atypical you know exactly because this is this, capitalism right Right. this is commerce this is about buying and selling this is about making it happen this is about business you know working hard and all of that so it, it's really different yeah so we uh felt that it was necessary for us to come and, and lend our voices to help uh, married couples get through this. You know, this is the Marriage Minutes podcast. We're here to help Christian couples make it through trying times, and uh, and this is definitely a trying time. So we put together twelve tips for Christian married couples to beat COVID nineteen. So that is the name of today's podcast. Again, it's ten tips for Christian married couples to beat COVID nineteen. Yes, and the first tip, and let me just say we're going to give some practical tips as well as spiritual tips. So the first tip for Christian married couples to beat COVID-19, the number one um, tip that we have is resist panic. And this is so important. That's big. Because that's really big. when something like this, um, that's this extraordinary, that's this impactful, the first thing that will grip people would be panic and anxiety. So first of all, just resist panic. And we have a scripture here that we want to share. In Philippians 4 and 6, it says, Don't fret or worry. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. 
Let petitions and praise shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Amen. That is so powerful. That, that is, is really powerful. That, that is from the Message Bible. And um, so, it, I mean, it just tells us don't, don't fret, don't, don't worry, fret. don't be anxious. Right. Instead, put all that in prayers, in thanksgiving, yes. in praise. Yes. Um, and then the peace of God will keep your heart. That's what the Bible says. So I encourage you all as we go through these tips, write down these verses so you can go back and look over them. Uh, Philippians 4, 6. The next one. Well, before you go to the next one, there's another scripture here. Um, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. And it says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of, and of a sound mind. So that spirit to panic or and have anxieties, Tony, or to worry, that is not of God. Right. God didn't give us that. It's so, not from it's not from our heavenly Father. So we know we are to resist that because it doesn't. The spirit of fear does not come from God. Right, and the Bible says if we resist the devil, he'll flee from us. Yes. So resist that fear and pray like Philippians, like Paul said in Philippians, and the peace of God to keep you keep you keep your mind sound. Amen. Amen. Second, take precautions. There's some debate among some Christians as to whether or not um, we should be doing what the civil authorities uh, are suggesting. I believe we should, okay? Uh, have, have a good brother who said, look at it this way. If the civil authorities was, were telling us to do something that contradicted the word of God, then obey God. But if the civil authorities are telling us to do something uh, to reduce the spread of a, of a pandemic, then obey the civil authorities. Right. So, so, you know, the scripture support for that, first of all, is Romans 13, where it says, let every person be loyally subject to the governing civil authorities, for there's no authority except from God by his permission, his sanction, and those that exist do so by God's appointment. And then Proverbs 22, 3, one of my favorite verses of scripture, it says a prudent man seeth the plague and hideth himself, but the foolish go on still and are punished. Proverbs 22, three. How relevant, because I see this coronavirus, this COVID-19, I see this as a plague. It absolutely is a plague. And here it says in Proverbs 22, three, you just read a prudent man sees the plague and hides himself, but the foolish go on still and are punished. Amen. That is amazing. That's so amazing. all of these people who are not taking this seriously, who are not sheltering in and, and locking down, then the Bible says that's foolish, you know? And, um, and, and you know what? Not only is it foolish, but it's also irresponsible because you are potentially risking your not only your life, but your family and, and everybody who comes in contact right. with you. Right. So... And there's an element of, of selfishness in there because you're just thinking about, you know, you want your life to be the way it was before this um, coronavirus. 
but we've got to be thinking of others as well, ourselves as well as others as Christians. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I don't get it. I, that, I mean, that's what we Christians are encouraged to do. Right. <laughs> to love our neighbors, you know? Exactly. And But some some Christians foolishly think that to, uh, to shelter in is somehow a lack of faith, that it is fear. No. If you study the scriptures closely, you'll see that sheltering in place to reduce the spread of, of a disease is biblical. Yes. We see it in Exodus, right? Where God told uh, uh, Moses to instruct the, uh, the priest that if someone had leprosy or had what even looked like leprosy, have them stay in for 14 days. Yes. For 14 mm-hmm. days. Just like what we've been told to do right. to stop the spread of this pandemic. So it is not necessarily fear to shelter in. Right. It is following instructions. It is biblical. Right. And it is being responsible. Right. It is being wise. That's what, what a prudent man is a wise man. So we have scripture to support that. Okay, the next tip is exercise daily. Okay, now this is real important as well. This is one of those practical tips because we know if you're shut in, you're sitting around, lying around on the computer, looking at television or whatever, and that's not good for the body. God made our bodies to be active, to move, and so we are really suggesting, recommending that you get some indoor exercise. And I tell you, there are a lot of apps out there that give you exercises that you can do in your living room, you know, in your bedroom. So we say um, to exercise while you are sheltering in. Proverbs eighteen nine says, he who does not use his endeavors to heal himself is brother to him who commits suicide, Proverbs 18, 9. So you got to do what you can do to help yourself. And we know exercising, there's a profit to exercising. And we encourage you to do that while you're sheltering in. All right, now, I just sit here and I just stay quiet about this because you have more discipline in this area than do I, okay? And I got to give you your props on that. All right. Most mornings you're up exercising. All right. And um, and I need to do better. But um, because this verse of scripture, to be honest with me, is is powerful and it it, it can be life changing. I actually heard uh, Pastor Casey Treat out in in Seattle, Washington, talk about this verse. I'd never read this verse um, before my life. but he was he was he was diagnosed with hepatitis C mm-hmm. some I years back, that. and God brought this scripture to his to his knowledge, and he said that when people ask him what did he do to get cured of hepatitis C, he said based on this verse he did every endeavor that he could. It mm-hmm. wasn't just taking medicine. It wasn't just speaking the word. It was all of that. It was everything, all of his endeavors uh, to cure himself. So this is a this is a potentially life changing verse of scripture. So I'm glad you I'm glad we included this one and I give you your props. Now, the next one is to seek God, to seek God. 
uh, the psalmist says in Psalm 34, 4, I sought, inquired of the Lord and required him of necessity and on the authority of his word. And he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Now we're trying to do this podcast in 30, 40 minutes, but these scriptures are so good. You want to just preach every so one of these scriptures. Wonderful. And the Amplified Bible, and by the way, the scripture we just read about endeavoring to heal yourself, that was from the Amplified Bible as well. And so is this one. And let me just read it again slowly, uh, and then I'll let you go on, sweetheart. All right. I sought, inquired of the Lord, and required him of necessity. I sought him out of necessity, and I sought him on the authority of his word, and he heard me. He will always hear us. When we seek him out of necessity and on the authority of his word. Yes, he will. Yes. And then the psalmist said, he delivered me from all my fears. Fears of COVID-19, fears of dying, all your fears. Yes, fear, fears of having not having enough finances. Yes, yes. All of that. All of that. He would deliver us is what the, the psalmist said. That is just... It's I mean, powerful. It's right. These scriptures, please write them down. Write them down. The next one, the next tip is to speak positively. Now, again, we could spend 30 minutes talking about. Oh, the man, power we could the spend song. the next two years <laughs> talking about this verse and, yes. and related verses. You're yes. right. Yes. Proverbs 18:21. Proverbs 18:21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So your words are so powerful that they will kill or they will give life. So you need to be very, very mindful of what is coming out of your mouth because it's going to either kill or give life. Yes. So you don't need to be walking around the house, you know, speaking how deadly COVID-19 is, um, how, you know, it's going to kill a bunch of your family or friends or something. Don't say that because you're releasing death. Right. You're right. giving this COVID-19 virus the power to kill. Right. You see? So, so we need to be speaking life, not death. Right. And I'm reminded of a verse. We don't have it down here. But when Paul said um, we should call those things that be not as though they are. So... If um, COVID-19 is not given life, we need to call forth life. We need to call forth life that we want in ourselves and in our loved ones. You preaching. You, know? you preaching now. You preaching. So don't call what you see. Call what you want. Amen. Speak what you want, not just what you see. And that's not denying the effects of it. That's just calling forth what you do want in Jesus' name. All right. The next one is to praise through. Now I experienced this personally when this first, when we first got the notice that we had to shelter in, um, I mean, that really interrupted everything that we were doing in ministry and in my law practice in our daily routine, uh, you know, going to Starbucks at the work, uh, you know, going out to eat, all this stuff. All of it. You know, has been interrupted by this. And so I was feeling a little bit, a little bit down. I mean, this was a big adjustment. And 
I remember, Tony, I had to pull away from everything and go and put on my praise and worship music and start just praising and worshiping God, focusing on God. And I'm going to tell you what, man, that spirit of heaviness lifted. I was back to my old self, full of joy, full of praise, yes. full of worship with the victory. Yes, with the victory. So you got to you got to you got to praise your way through this. Right. Uh, Psalm 43, 11 says, why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope you in God. Hope in God. Yes, yes. For I shall yet praise him who is the health. Don't we need health in this hour? Yes, definitely. We need health. So we see that praise brings about health to our countenance. And my God, that's Praise good stuff. That's, that's good, good stuff right that's there. That's good. That's good. Praise is powerful. Don't go into any battle without praise. Right. I like to say to weaponize your praise. Weaponize your praise, which which flows beautifully into when God said, send Judah first. Yes. When you get ready to go into battle, Glory. send the praise up first. Praise yes. God. Amen. You got to put, you got to send that praise up. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> because when the praises go up, the blessings will come down. Amen. And, and I'm earth, reminded. The earth will yield its benefits. Yes. Praise God. And the verse also says that God inhabits the praises of his people. Ooh, so when we praise God, God comes and sits in the midst of our praise. So we definitely want to praise through well, well, well you, you you can't just say that and move on now. I mean, every time you <laughs> throw out a verse, we throw out verses to each other, praise God. It it, it, uh, it brings up other thoughts. And <laughs> and, and, and so, so I think about the verse that what you just said, how God inhabits the praises of his people. And that means the presence of God comes down. Comes that means down. the presence of God is now in the atmosphere of your home. Yes. Okay. And that actually we're going to sort of tie into that, but, but, uh, you, you got to keep your atmosphere positive. And so you're right. Thank you for quoting that verse of scripture because, because the presence of God is so needed right now in this situation. It is. Praise it is. God. Cause it is very easy to be depressed, to be discouraged, to be weary, to be fearful, but the psalmist said, no, why am I going, why would I be depressed when I can praise my way through it? Amen. So praise your way through it. The next one is engage virtually. If you don't mind, I'm going to let you take that because that, you know, your background and all that is social science and the mind and all this stuff. Could you right. help us with this? Yes. Yes. Um, engage virtually. This is another, I would say, practical um, tip that we're giving you because we are social beings. God made us to interact with others, to be relational. And so even though we are sheltering in or locking down, as people say, we still want to connect with people. I like one thing I heard, I believe it was the Surgeon General say, um, social disengagement does not mean social disconnection. Yes. So still connect with your family, connect with your friends, connect with church members, connect with coworkers. 
and we can do it virtually because of the um, technology. In fact, we should do it virtually. We should, yes, we should do it virtually. That's an option that we now have that we didn't have 50 years ago. So you can FaceTime relatives, your children. If you have adult children, you can FaceTime your parents. You can Zoom. You know, that's another um, app. Very got, popular app now. Yeah, very popular. Be careful with it, though, because I just read where folks are hacking it. Yes, and I, in the I middle, read that. In the middle of people Zooming, uh, the hackers are getting in and saying and doing all kinds of obscene things. But so I didn't be mean cautious. Yes, be cautious about that. But uh, continually um, to connect with people on, on a um, social basis through... Uh, virtual means and also churches are doing this we you know even though um, some of the communities in the country are saying that churches can't meet in person you can meet online or you can have streaming services yeah I think this is extremely important to keep in mind that the building is not the church the church is the people so even if we can't congregate in a building we're still the church. And if we can connect um, and assemble via the internet, then all well and good until we, and it's temporary, you know, until we can, until we can overcome this thing and, and begin to congregate again safely, we ought, not be, we ought not be disturbed by the fact that we can't make it into the building. The right. building is not necessarily anointed of God or something. It's the people. It's the people. We make up the church. We are the body we of are. Christ. Amen. Amen. And a, a verse for this is Acts 27, 3. It says, The next day we docked at Sidon, and Julius, being considerate of Paul, allowed him to disembark and be refreshed by his friends living there. And when I looked this up, um, Julius was a Roman soldier, a right. Roman officer. Paul was a prisoner. But Julius had enough sensitivity and understood the need for social contact that he allowed Paul, a prisoner, to spend some time with his friends. So we are saying spend some time with your friends, even though it has to be virtually. Spend time with your friends and loved ones. That's right. I mean, because it almost sometimes feel like you're in prison in your house right now. Exactly. So, so, so yes, the Holy Spirit included this in the Word of God. So and something that else that's sad, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but think about people who are in the hospitals. They're spending their last moments mm -hmm. with their relatives virtually. Yes. They're having to FaceTime. Very sad. Yes. Very sad situation. Um, very sad. I, I reluctant to go into that very much, but yes. Uh, so we got it. We need to engage virtually, um, social distancing. How, how did you say it is not uh, social disconnection, dis disconnecting. Very good. All right. Uh, find intimacy, find intimacy, married couples only married couples only married couples only. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, ha I, I, I just need to say that because this is, uh, we're not encouraging. In fact, we are strongly discouraging um, unmarried people. In fact, unmarried people shouldn't even be sheltering in together. Exactly. Right? That's just going to tempt the flesh. He should be at his house 
and she should be at her house until they got a ring. Yes. Uh, until they're married. married yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but married couples, yes, don't let this, don't let COVID-19 interfere with your intimacy. You still need your intimacy. Okay? Um, and intimacy means a whole lot of things. Okay? We're not telling you what your intimacy is. For some people, it's sexual relationship. For other people, it's, it's a warm embrace. It is sitting and talking, drinking a cup of coffee, you know, whatever whatever intimacy right. is for you. Um, but for most couples, it will certainly include the physical, the sexual um, relationship as well. Right. And the verse there is 1 Corinthians 7, 5. It says, so don't continue to refuse your spouse those rights except perhaps by mutual agreement for a specified time so that you can both be devoted to prayer. And then you should resume your physical pleasure so that the adversary cannot take advantage of you because of the desires of your body. Yes. So, so don't, listen, sisters, don't say, well, this COVID-19 thing. Uh, no, 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 no. Do that for a while. Right. If you all have set aside some time to pray and fast and all that while you're shut in, I get that. But at some point you have got to function at the junction. Yes. Okay. Um, Don't deny him or her beyond that period. Right. Right. Uh, This is this is probably a good time to rekindle some of that intimacy. I mean, you all are in the house together now and. you, you might have a bunch of children, but you can send them <laughs> to the other side of the house for a right, while or something. Right. Uh, but yes, this intimacy is, is very, very important as we go through this situation. Very important. So don't neglect that, uh, wives out there. Okay, the next tip is listen wisely. Listen yes. wisely. It's very important because there's so much bad news going on. There's, there's, there's so much. I mean, you turn the TV on and every channel almost um, are talking about COVID-19. 24 hours a 24 day. 24-7. And we, we, you know, we, we have to be, we have to just be really, really watchful of what we, I don't want to use the word careful because we are to cast our cares upon the Lord, but we should be watchful at what we are listening to because fear and faith both comes by hearing yes. what you're listening to. If you listen to the word of God, faith comes. If you listen to all the bad reports, fear comes. And right now, more than ever, we need faith. Yes, we do. Not fear. Not fear. Amen. So faith listen wisely. Amen. And the last one, the last tip, that we have for Christian married couples to beat COVID-19 is to seek help. Now, if you've done all of these tips and you still find yourself wanting, you know, you're still feeling anxious or just not completely right. Um, I, as a social worker, strongly recommend that you seek help. And during this time, professionals realize that there are, um, I saw on a news outlet, there are therapists who are volunteering their time where you can call in a hotline. 
you know, so that you can discuss your feelings with someone, um, with people being laid off and not having an income. There are food pantries out there um, that can help with food. Thank God the government, you know, has passed the CARES Act where um, some people who have been laid off are going to get some, some checks mm -hmm. in the mail. So seek help. There is nothing wrong with seeking professional help and community help if you find yourself needing that. Yeah, because right now instances and incidents of, of abuse have increased dramatically. Um, child abuse, spousal abuse, um, I'm, I've noticed that there have been more Amber alerts here over the past few days. People are stressed out. Right. And that's why we're doing this. That's why we're giving these tips because we don't want folks to get stressed out and start hitting each other and, and beating the children and right. killing one another and killing themselves. Um, get help. Get help. There is help out there and seek the help and, and benefit from it. Well, we, we did very well with our time, sweetheart. We're just about at 30 minutes. If you don't mind, I'm going to do a very quick review or recap of the 10 tips that we've given Christian married couples to beat COVID-19. First, we said resist panic. Amen. Instead of panicking, pray. Second, we said take precautions. Um, do what the do what the civil authorities have advised us to do. Shelter in. Stay inside unless you hands. have to go out. Wash your hands. Yeah, more should mm -hmm. be said about that. Yeah, yes, please. Wash your hands. Um, now they're saying you know because this is a new um, it's a novel virus. They're learning each day, and so now they're even saying if you have to go outside to wear a mask. That's right. So wear a mask, or they say even a scarf or bandana will be uh, will suffice as well. So take precautions. Absolutely. Take precautions. Also, exercise daily. Uh, keep your body moving. Don't become sedentary and start just sitting around and doing nothing. Not only uh, will you start picking up weight, but the exercise helps you mentally. That's right. It makes you more alert. Exactly. Fourth, seek God. I mean, this probably should have been one because seeking God is the key to everything. Right. Absolutely everything. It is the it is the power move for the believer. So stay in the face of God. Stay on your knees. Stay in prayer. Stay worshipful. Stay, um, you, you know, in the word of God. Seek God. Fifth, speak positively. Amen. Don't speak death. Don't speak lack. Don't speak poverty. Speak um you know, prosperity, call forth what you need. Even if you're not working right now and, and you don't know where the next uh, dollar's coming from, call it in. Call it in. Call it in. Yes. Call, tell your angels to go get your money. Amen. Call the money in. Yes. God is a supernatural God. Yes. We're not limited just by our jobs. God can get money to us. He can touch people's hearts. Yes. All Amen. sorts of things. Call yes. it forth. All right, speak positively, praise through, no matter what you're feeling, no matter what you're thinking and sensing, start praising God. Right, right. Start, start just lifting up your hands and praising God and watch how, and put some good praise and worship music on right. and watch how that spirit of heaviness will go away. Engage virtually. 
We don't need to, just because we are sheltered in and we're to do social, social distancing, which means you stay six feet away from people, we still don't need to social disconnect. Right. We still need to connect with folks and we can do so virtually. All right. We can do so on the telephone. We can do, if you want to see folks' faces, you can do a Zoom or some other kind of app, right. video conferencing app. Also, find intimacy. Husbands and wives, use this time to make a lot of love. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Listen wisely. So don't let a whole lot of fear-based information come into your ears. And let me just say there is so much out there on the YouTube about conspiracy theories and wow. how this... COVID-19 virus came and who did what to whom. And I mean, it's so much out there, but you need to protect your, your ears and That's your right. eyes and yes. what you read and what you hear. Stay in the word of God. That's exactly because right. Because we know the real culprit is the devil. Amen. We know that. Amen. Okay. All right. And then this last thing here, seek help. You did a wonderful job explaining why um, if if folks still doing all of this and still feel a little off or something, then pick up the phone, get yes. get get uh, call some hotline or something, uh, get some help, call a friend, call your pastor, yes. uh, do something, but seek help. Uh, we didn't read the scripture, but the scripture says where where no counsel is, the people fall. Right. Thank you. That's found in Proverbs eleven fourteen. Yes, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. So don't be ashamed. Don't feel you know like you know you're weak or whatever. Pick up the phone. Get some help. Don't do you know a lot of those thoughts. You know, don't hit her or hurt yourself or abuse the children. All that sort of stuff. So those are the ten tips that we believe will get you through this COVID-19 situation. Amen. Praise Amen. God. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. Well, um, let's see. I think that is it. We would, let's just, if you would, please just say a, a short prayer okay. uh, for the people. Um, we, you know, we need to go before the Lord. So let's do so now. Heavenly Father, we thank you that even in this midst of COVID-19, you are still on the throne. You are still our Heavenly Father. Yes, you yes. still are concerned about us. So we bring all of our cares, our anxieties, our yes, fears, everything. Our financial situation, job situation, children at home situation. We bring it all yes. and we lay it at your feet, knowing yes. that you care for us that anything that concerns us concerns you. And we thank you that we have the victory over this COVID-19 because your word says you always causes us to triumph. And yes. we thank you for being triumphant in this situation. Bless everybody out there, Lord. There are individual situations in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we thank God for that prayer. And remember, this is Pastors Augustus and Tony Corbett with the Marriage Minutes Podcast. And we are out of here. See you later, baby. Bye. Bye. God bless. Bye.